a way to start her up, then, you know, that says more about you than it says about me. But we started it up, so we're good now. All right. You finally figured out where that button was to yeah. start it up. Yeah, I did. Um, okay. Yeah. That's the, track, the, track pad, the trackpad's too big. Oh, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> it's not the finger that's too small. No, 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 no. It's, it's... <laughs> so um, uh yeah that's how we're starting this one awesome yeah we're uh we're, we're gonna see if the the third member of our team uh will join us and he might you know we don't know um uh, it depends on whether or not he can escape the ropes that harley quinn smith tied him to the bed with or not that's a that's a fair point uh, uh has been a while i guess yeah. um but uh we figure while uh while we're waiting or uh uh, you know, and maybe maybe we'll be waiting the entire episode. Who knows? But we we haven't talked Phillies in a little while, so so let's uh, let's dive in because they've been really tearing it up here, especially since post All Star break. Yeah, and uh, they traded the the catcher of the future, or so I thought he was, uh, Mister Logan O'Hop, and and brought in some defensive help and and brought in uh, Thor himself, Noah Syndergaard. Um, and then, of course, you know, they were doing really well. Brandon Marsh was manning center field, and it was a huge defensive upgrade. It even was providing a little bit of pop. And then uh, the third inning today, he tried to catch a home run ball and destroyed his leg, apparently. Yeah, it's that's an unfortunate one. So they won tonight, um, and we're recording. This will probably be released about a week out, but it's uh, recording on August 16th. They beat the Reds 11-4. to and uh, they just been really on fire and really hitting hitting some uh, some long balls and stuff. I think what Hoskins hit a couple tonight. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate, you know. So they they basically swapped out center fielders. They swapped Mickey Moniak, um, essentially, and end up with Brandon Marsh um, with the Angels um, through a series of a couple different trades. Um, and and I think it was more to me it was like a change of scenery type thing, you know. Right. Even though it's early on in in, in both both respective careers. Um, you know, I, I really don't think that there was much left to give for Moniak's um, time in Philly. Um, if you looked at his MLB track record, which was broken up, but over 162 games with the Phils, it was not good at all. Um, and it was unfortunately dinged by injuries and some different things. So, um, look, I would have loved to have kept him and given him some, you know, obviously a, a fair shot, but I, I think it was time to, to move on from that, that experiment. And, uh, you know, hopefully he does do well, you know, moving forward. But, um, you already mentioned it though, is you've talked about it before, uh, the Logan O'Hop deal. Um, what was your initial take on, on trading him? Ah, I was pissed. I was pissed. That was my boy. That was, I had him tabbed as, as the catcher of the future. Um, but honestly, I mean, the way I look at it is this, uh, it was brought up by, by one Matthew Barney you know, we're not, we weren't going to get a lot in return for Ramuto mm -mm. at the time. He wasn't, you know, he was having his worst offensive season since his rookie year. Um, he's owed a ton of money. He's, he's on the wrong side of, of the uh, hourglass there. And so we were going to have to, to retain a lot and we probably weren't going to get much in return to get rid of him. So this was really the smart move aside from, um, you know, if there was another catching prospect that we could have traded, I can't remember his name, um, but he's further along. So, uh, you know what? At the end of the day, what they did works, and so screw it, let's go. 
you know? yeah they they were able to improve needs that they had now and look and and jt's picked it up offensively quite substantially here too so that's yeah. worked out well i think the problem with him is going to be more moving forward the back end of that contract um is when you're going to need a catcher uh, luckily there's a dh in the national league now um, so he can spot some time there. And, and he, I, I'd imagine he'll play some first base. I think moving forward, what's going to end up happening is Reese Hoskins is no longer going to be a Philly. Um, unfortunately, I don't think that he's going to be in for the long haul. That's just my take going down the road. I think he's going to, they're going to, I just don't see them maintaining his contract on top of everyone else's because he's going to, I'm not going to say he's going to demand or command a, a ton of money, but. I just don't think it's going to be where they're going to need it. So unless he takes a discount, he's going to make money elsewhere, and that'll open up first base for the last couple of years of, of remote, uh, JT or you know whoever else. Um, that's just my guess. I could be wrong, but that could that's when it would bring in like the next catcher, if you will. Yeah. Um, you know, because like you said it. You know, we both said this before on here. I don't think that he, he you know, regardless of where he's at now. I'm not saying the Phillies overpaid, but they're never going to get anything back that's anywhere near worth that contract at this point. So, and there's still what four more years on it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. And what sucks is you know you run the risk of losing a piece like like Reese Hoskins, where he's a good player. He's he's definitely you're getting more bang for your buck with him at first base than you will with Ramuto because Ramuto still <clears throat> you got to look at how he's how he was paid and the you know the situation that he was in when he got paid was as the best catcher in baseball so they paid a premium for the best catcher in baseball now you throw that the best con or that contract for the best catcher in baseball and put him and his production at first base and you're over you're overpaying for a first baseman that's underproducing because of the numbers that first that premium first baseman are typically expected to produce yeah you're expecting the the the, the 250 260 40 home run guys um he won't ever do that um my thing is i just don't know that they eat that at the end they, they right. might i you know who knows i can't see them paying him 20 plus million dollars a year to sit on the bench right well uh, no and that's the thing and, and, and i'm not i'm not shooting your your idea down because i absolutely think that that's where it's headed i think that's without a doubt because you're not going to have him you've got too many players on this team that fit the dh mold that are going to produce d8 like actual real dh numbers to put him there and they can't play the field you know or or right. they can but you're still getting diminished defense right right i think i um, think the the thing with him is i think he would be a good spot dh um you know from time to time uh if he can consistently hit that's the that's going to be the question moving forward. I think the first half of this season kind of proved that there's some big question marks going forward. So, yeah. Um, but it, you know, look, um, you know, we're talking future now. I mean, the way they're playing now, really kicking it. And uh, supposedly Bryce is going to start a rehab assignment next week. Yes. So now, think about this team where they're at now and slot him back in. And what did he take? What did he take? Sixty swings today, I think. Uh, something like that. Yeah, I know he just started BP what a day or two ago. So right. So and honestly, right now we're looking at um, you know, so if we're looking at the Phillies and where they're sitting, you've got 
the the Phillies right now are in the second wild card position. They're a game and a half ahead of San Diego. Uh, no. All right. How does that work? So it's showing San Diego at zero. What, so, the, the wild card standings? Yeah, I think that means that they currently have the wild cards. But I'm going to pull them up right now. Um, uh, yeah, because I know they're, they're a bit odd to look at. So right now it shows the – yeah, so right now if, if the playoffs were to start today, the three wild card teams for the National League would be Atlanta, uh, Philadelphia, and San Diego. San Diego being the final one. Um, as as I'm looking at the standings now, I, I don't right. know that they're, they've been updated. Um, but the – uh, basically, the Padres are a game and a half ahead of Milwaukee, meaning that the Phillies are three games ahead of Milwaukee. Um, the teams that are currently their division leaders, the Phillies are still quite a bit away from the Mets. Um, they're the lead in the East. So I think that's the kind of the funny thing. And I looked at this last week. If the playoffs were to end today, three of your National League playoff teams would all come from the East, being the Mets, the Braves, and the Phillies. So <laughs> that tells you that, that you know they're in a tough division. And uh, I think the NL West isn't far behind because you have the Dodgers. Obviously, the Padres are in there for the wild card, and San Francisco's kind of, you know, they're 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 flirting around 500, but they're you know nipping on that the heels there. They're only five five out of a wild card spot. So, right. And then you have the Washington Nationals, who are <laughs> 25 games out of the wild card spot. Wild card spot. So and um, not only 25 games of the wild card spot, they're also 36 out of the division. So Jesus. Why had a mighty have fallen? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Remember when Jason Worth went there to win a World Series? <sighs> and he did. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, but anyway. Um so, yeah, man, I mean, it's looking, and I don't want to jinx anything, but it's looking like we might have a red October for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. A long time. And really, really hoping it, you know, hey, even if it's wild card, it's cool. Um, yeah. You know, I I, uh, I always look back finally at 20, uh, 20 yeah, 27, 2007, right. uh, you know, 17 games back, and, or excuse me, 17 games to play with seven games back, and uh, they, they took out the Mets. Uh, you know, history can repeat itself. Obviously, I think the Met. You know, I've seen enough Mets baseball to know this year that they are not the same team they were in 2007. No. Um, that is a ridiculously stacked lineup. Um, pitching is off the charts. Their bullpen is good. Um, look, I hate the Mets, but my God, I can also say that they're a pretty amazing team too. So um, that's going to be a tough one. My thing. This is what I, I kind of looked at this before. I, you know, I look at the uh, wild card standings, and I was looking at this last week, and I think since they've, um, you know, kind of yeah, they nudged themselves into the uh, the head of the um, the central because um, I think they flip flopped with Milwaukee, the freaking Cardinals, man, you know, and maybe it's just because I get a a. a, a a, you know, a full plate of it down here, but man, I don't want the Cardinals anywhere near the playoffs. No. Ever. I don't care if the Dodgers are in it with winning, you know, they're going to, you know, ridiculous. They're 80 and 34 right now. You've got the, what the defending champion Braves are obviously in there. The Mets are ridiculous. I don't care. I, I want anyone else, but the Cardinals, 
Cardinals were in, man. I, dude, that, I, I don't know. It's just they, they're like lightning in a bottle all the time, and I hate it. <laughs> right. they're, oh, man, that's the thing. They're a scary team. They, um, I still hold a grudge against them for for knocking us out of the playoffs. And what was that? Two thousand was 2011. that? Yeah, I went to I went to Game Four of the series there uh, in St. Louis, and um, it was the game before you know the the Game Five was the one where Howard blew out his wheel. Yep, and uh, you know, don't get me wrong, that was ni- nicest fans in the world. Uh, we had a great time at a playoff game. Much different than my experience in Milwaukee, where yeah, we I was going to say better than when you went to the Brewers game. <sighs> You know, uh, the, the once the one sporting event I ever went to that almost died. Um, it just amazes me how much of a dump Milwaukee is, and then how awesome St. Louis can be. It's amazing because <laughs> they're not that far apart geographically. <laughs> well, there's a reason that their team is based off of you know beer because there's nothing else to do in Milwaukee other than get drunk. Yeah. Yep. Are we gonna cut a heel promo against Milwaukee? Because I'm for it. Yeah, I don't know. I have nothing nice to say about them. They did oh. hook us up. They did hook us up after the fact and gave us some uh, free tickets and stuff, which was cool. And we got to sit in front of Bob Euchre, which is pretty awesome. That's pretty uh, cool. But it was still Milwaukee, so yeah. Well, I mean, look. Let's face it. The dumbest, most unattractive people in America live in Milwaukee, <laughs> and it's reflected in their baseball team, and it's reflected in the way that their their fans behave. People can talk shit on Philly all they want, but at the end of the day, if we actually went through and did genetic testing and intelligence testing, we'd find that the dumbest and, and most ugly people live in Milwaukee. And that's because they're all a bunch of inbreds. <laughs> you know? When you just keep having fugly, fuck fugly, and have little fugly children that are dumber than bricks, that's what happens. You said the whole population of Milwaukee... It's like there was a wall built around the city and you can't get in or out. So you just got to, you know, make do with what's there. What's there is not very good. So. We just we just lost our zero fans from Milwaukee. Oh, fuck them. I was trying to cut. Like I said, man, I wanted to cut a heel promo. So, you know, and I feel like that's pretty tame as far as as far as uh, heel work goes. So. Oh, man. Um, OK, so now speaking of uh, sports here, uh, you launched our. Fantasy Football League, which is going to be a recurring theme here. Yes. Um, as the uh, pod moves forward. Now, we're not in football season yet, but uh, this Close kind of a enough. Little, little, little bit more of a teaser. So uh, what, what's your uh, what's your take here with the league we've launched here? Or you've launched, and then I kind of, you know, so coattails. <laughs> ideally, what I'd like to do is I'd like to do our draft live and see how many people we can get to commit to that um you know to being on and then it could be an episode because i don't know i don't know if anybody else would find that amusing or funny but i feel like it would be a good way to get everybody introduced is to do a video and, and you know like do a video version we can throw it on youtube and not only a a it's getting us everybody can see each other and we can talk shit and we can you know we can do some some heel promo work because that's what we're good at um and we can stir up some some animosity to get some the the competitive juices flowing and we can talk about how you know like richie sucks because you know harley quinn smith is going to pick his entire team not that he knows shit about football anyway um that better be but, his team name by the way but Har- what harley quinn's harley quinn smith ate my balls well it can't be ate my balls because i you can't oh, yeah. bonk 
Well, I'll figure out. A, I'll, listen, I'm gonna figure out. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go to his team and I'm gonna change his team name, because um, I believe I can do that through the manager tools. Just so put a I'm zero gonna, where where the A is. Let's see. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Bulls. I'm gonna. You know what? I am. I'm gonna fucking change his. Is it gonna let me change his team name? Son of a bitch! It's not gonna let me change his team oh, name. Oh man. Well, I'm gonna figure out a way to. Uh, but yeah, so. We're gonna so basically what we're gonna do is we wanted this to be a four fun league for people that have played and people that haven't played. And we're gonna figure out some kind of handicap thing where I think for people who like you and I have played for years, like um we had my league for how many fucking years we played. Um we've played in leagues together. Other, you know, some of your your colleagues um have had leagues that we've played in. We've got John Reebok. Which he yeah, was a he was an original. original. Yep. So I'm I'm fucking stoked about that. Um, so we're gonna get you know we're gonna do this stuff. I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, to Gab because she's joining and she makes the best fucking cheesesteaks in South Florida. She's in. So we're gonna we're gonna run this shit back and we're gonna see how things go and we're gonna. Uh, but it's gonna be fun, man. We're gonna we're gonna do this. Uh, Vinny joined. So uh, he, he's Sammy's in, in there. Excited Sammy's about that. In. Aaron's in, uh, Maria's in, who, who who you met when you were down here. I believe um, her fiance Justin is going to be in it too, um, or they may team up. Danielle's going to be in, and she's going to whoop all of our asses. But um, we seem like we've got a good mix of new and old, as far as people who are experienced players and people who have never played. And so the the whole goal is to make it fun for all of us. Um, and one of the ways that I wanted to do that is try to do, try to incorporate it into the podcast. And not only will that make it more fun, at least, I mean, for me, I'm assuming for you, um, but we can then have some captive listeners because if they want updates on their teams and everything, they're going to have to listen to the podcast. See? Yeah. See, you know, it, <laughs> and, and it's, uh, you know, it's funny going back years and years and I know people still do this, but, you know, you know, you would run your league, and not that this would do all the time, but there would occasionally be write-ups, like yeah. the, after the week. I know you would do it, and uh, then we would uh, talk some smack through the message board and stuff. And people still do that, obviously, but we can talk smack through here, right? Um, which makes it even better, right. um, you know, because uh, inevitably something's going to be said that is going to either be deleted or end up on a shirt. So, right. <laughs> yeah, and that and that's the thing. It's going to be something that's going to piss somebody off. It's going to it's going to end up on a web. It's going to end up a website. It's going to end up on a T-shirt, or we'll have to cut it because it'll be inappropriate. Exactly. Yeah, which so, is, you know, it's 50-50, well, it, you know. 50-50-50. We're, we're going to do uh, Rick Snyder math. Or, yeah, um, yeah, Scott uh, Snyder math. Yeah. Scott Snyder math. 50% this, two-thirds percent that, 100% this. Yeah, <laughs> all steroids all day long. <laughs> Maybe 75%. that's – <laughs> Maybe that's the name of my team now because I have it as it, my team right now is a. I, I went with my original original football team name, the uh, which was Damage Inc., which is when I ran the Atkinson Football League way back in the day. It was Damage Inc., named after the song Damage Incorporated from uh, Master of Puppets. Oh, okay, I thought it was uh, Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. <laughs> Man, Smash Brothers. I my, my own joke. I was going to say Smash Mouth. <laughs> See now you need to get smashed in the mouth, but uh, I'll leave that to Danielle. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so but I've changed it to uh, to in tribute of Eddie Munson, 
uh, we have now become Munson's Marauders, but I, I may have to change it to uh, Scott Snyder math. Yes, yes, yeah. Now I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Radix Bonk, but Bonk with a zero, so I don't know how you say that. I don't. How the fuck is Bonk I against? Oh, that's that's the craziest thing. I, you know, it's funny. Um, and I actually meant to throw this on Twitter because I just thought it was so funny. Um, but the the word Bonk apparently is against the naming protocols in ESPN fantasy leagues. I don't know why. Um, you know, there's a what famous video game, Bonk's Revenge. No, uh, Bonk's Adventure, Bonk's Revenge, Super Bonk's Adventure, I believe. The only thing I can figure, I mean, is it like in a different language? Does it mean something that's really bad? I, I have to hope that it's not like, because they're looking at it like, oh, it's a really immature word for, for sex. Yeah, which like, is oh, dumb. Let's, let's dumb. Bonk. <laughs> yeah, which is which is dumb, you know. I, I I still don't because even now it's not like it's a common, right? You know, common slang. Using the, that as a euphemism for sex, right? It was it was a bad like low line low end term when twenty years ago, right? You know, it's still a low end term now. I don't. I've never heard the youth I, of yeah. I've youth never heard using the word bonk. <laughs> right. I've never heard anybody say like like oh, what was it? Was it road trip? Where he goes. Yeah, we boinked. Yeah, it's like that's <laughs> that's the only thing I can figure. Like, I don't know. My only guess is that we're going to end up finding out that in some language it means something really bad. Right. And um, like my my team names have been awful for two decades. Yeah, like <laughs> in, in Russian, Radix Bonk means like something. I, I don't even. I don't even yeah. want to go there. But like, yeah. Like depraved sexual acts with like Buddha or something. Yeah, something strange. Yeah, it's I don't know, but yeah, I went obviously went with that because it's pretty much the only team name I've ever used. Um, but uh, the uh, it was cool to see like uh, 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 some of these other people join as you already mentioned talking about them, uh, and I'm excited. You know, it was cool to see Reebok in there because I know. You ran your league for about 13 years or so, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And I know he was in it the entire time. So we haven't played fantasy football with him in almost 10 years, uh, which is really cool. So, you know, with a lot of experience, but then, like you said, uh, bringing in people that have no idea at all, um, but have fun with it. And I'll say this. We um, we actually did last year at work a pick a pick em league um, where we just, you know, straight up just you know, pick the winners of the games and, and, but the cool thing is you can still build a league with it, like a team, like a, you have your team's team name and all that and still have a league with it. And uh, we did it with my office and uh, there's people up there like really never watched football, including my boss, like just not his deal. And um, yeah, I think he knows more about football now than I probably do. Um, he <laughs> really got into it. And uh he, you know, we were talking about it again uh, earlier this, you know, this well, yesterday actually. But it's uh, it's really funny to see like people that, like just kind of latch on, you know. And, and I'm hoping that what's happens happens out of this because, you know, especially if you really don't follow, you don't have a team, this can get pretty addictive pretty quick, wouldn't you oh, say? Yeah, yeah. dude. The f listen, when I figured so, the first time I ever played fantasy football, it was um, one of the officers in Woodbury Police Department had a league and my dad was playing and he he thought it would be a good thing for me and him to do together 
So I would go to the drafts. We'd do the live in-person drafts. And this was back before the computer where, where like the, there were websites that would do this stuff for you. So w- there was one of the guys would sit there and actually go through the box scores of each game and add up all of the scores himself. And so like he did all this by hand. It was like this was true dedication to to the, the sport. Mm-hmm. And so we did that for, for a couple of years. Um, and then when I went away to college, you know, that was the first time that I was like, wait a second. I wonder if there's stuff like this that we can do online. So that's when I found that I could go online and go on Yahoo Sports, which is where we started our league. I go on Yahoo Sports and start a league. And I could just join random leagues. That first year that I figured that out, I think I was in four or five different leagues. Right. Just because I could. Because I'm like, holy crap, I can just absorb all of the football. Like, I can just... And then it gives you like because that year that was that was 1999 that was the year um, that was McNabb's rookie year and Andy Reid's first year and we were god awful, but it gave me something to root for besides the Eagles because the Eagles were terrible and I was going to root for them. I will always root for my team, you know, but it also gave me more than like it, it was a slog of a year. There were some exciting things because you know you had McNabb as a rookie and. You know, that was the year that we beat um, we beat the Cowboys on or around my birthday. It was the year that Michael Irvin got hurt and was laying on the turf and everybody said, oh, we were che- we were cheering or booing or whatever because Michael Irvin got hurt. But it wasn't that. It was because Deion Sanders was doing like a fucking ring dance on the sideline like an idiot. <laughs> um, and we were all like just yelling at him. But, um, but there wasn't a whole hell of a lot to be happy about as an Eagles fan that year. And this gave me something to be happy about as a football fan because I could see, oh, well, you know, hey, the Eagles suck and the Eagles lost today. But you know what? I had I had Fred Taylor and Mark Brunel on the Jags and they destroyed like they lit it up, you know, and stuff like that. And it helps you learn the league, helps you learn the good players in the league. And granted, it's gotten to a point where it can kind of fantasy can kind of inflate how good a player is and how right. how good their performance is because they're they're killing it in fantasy but then the results on the field for the team aren't as good and you can look at a guy and, and not to talk shit um but you you and I both saw this last year with Jalen Hurts yeah no yeah exactly it's a great case example of that Jalen Hurts was and he and not full disclosure he was my quarterback and I won that I won the league that, that you and I were in. I won it with Jalen Hurts as my quarterback. And he put up good numbers, but the problem was he put up good numbers, but it wasn't always translating into success for the Eagles. And so his numbers most of the time were coming, they weren't from the passing game, they were from the running game. And that's what he that's why he was so valuable. The only reason I won the league is because of Cooper Cup. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Yeah, and yeah. of course, obviously, that translated to, you know. But yeah, but you, but you can see where, you know, having played for as long as we have, you can see where certain players, you know, there's always those players that are, that are fantasy darlings. That if you if you look at them from a purely football perspective and purely performance related on the field and and how they affect their team, you're like, why why do people like him? Why do people like that guy? 
and then you look at the fantasy you look at the fantasy numbers and you go oh okay well that's why they think he's an all pro but there may be five guys that are actually better players but they don't yeah get, you know exactly and i think my thing i was running into this as well like um you know you know my my secrets in fantasy football and i make no and no no stake in hiding it i uh, i always have been very tight and heavy and i've done that on purpose i you know in your league i did that for years you know antonio gates and um, you know, and mainly because there's so few and far between of those superstars. But the um, the things that I've run into a problem with beyond that is I look at guys that if I were playing like Madden, which I don't, but if I were and I was doing a fantasy draft, I look at guys and I'm like, oh, I could turn that guy into a superstar. Well, obviously, he's where he's at because of where he's at. He's not going to be <laughs> anything. And I, that's where I run into it. And it's like, you know, trying to catch lightning in a bottle. It works out sometimes. But, you know, you're really waiting for, unfortunately, I hate to say this, waiting for an injury. Um, you're waiting for a trade. You're waiting for something big to happen, which nine times out of ten really doesn't happen. I run into that with um, a lot of the middle middle round guys that I grab. Um, and then you end up just playing free agency. You know, that's yeah. the only way I've ever made it as far as I have is because I've just sat there and watched that like a hawk, yeah. you know. Because I draft poorly, I always have, you know. Then outside of Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that year was was very special. Yeah, I didn't have. I don't think I needed to start anyone else on my team. No, no. <laughs> it was the one year you had the two of them, and that was just kind of like, all right, well, Tom won. Um, <laughs> but I mean, even it like what's cool too is with ESPN, which which we're using ESPN. No, we're not being paid by ESPN. We're not. ESPN will probably be pissed off if they find out that we're using their website for our fucking podcast league. But um, what's cool is they give you a ranking on where they think you're going to finish at the end of the year based on your draft. And last year, I believe it had me as the last. They said that I was going to finish last in the league. And then I gave them the finger. Yeah. And yeah. won the league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I remember uh, that you were either last or second to last. It was close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was cool. And there was, um, there was a couple people in that league that had, um, and if you remember correctly, the one team basically drafted all Buccaneers mm -hmm. and he made it the playoffs, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I, I mean, that's the thing. Like he would have, he probably would have won if Antonio Brown doesn't walk off the field. Right. <laughs> right. And that's the thing you can definitely, you can win that way. You can definitely win by, Oh, here we go. Here's the, I'm going to finish my thought and then I'll, I'll go through the, the trends here. Um, but you can go through an entire season with, if you just pick your favorites and, and that's just how you want to roll. And I've done that before because, you know, sometimes it's just fun to win with your guys and to, to lay it online and say, you know what, if I'm going to win, I'm going to win with my people. Like I will never draft a Dallas Cowboy. There will never be a Dallas Cowboy on my team because fuck the Dallas Cowboys. But if the team you pick to like subscribe to ends up flaming out horribly in the playoffs, or I'm sorry, at towards the end of the year, or they have a major injury, and then that cascades, and then your players end up not getting it, you're going to be screwed. So it's always right. best to diversify, and then you also want to make sure you're watching your bye weeks, because you don't want to get a bunch of people at the same position on the, on the same bye 
because you can have a loaded bench be like, all right, well, when this person's out, I've got this person to step up and boom, boom, boom. But then you hit like week eight and then all of a sudden your entire team's on a bye week. Yeah. And, or, or God forbid you're, you're in a playoff week and your team, you're missing players that are on, you know, the, uh, the crazy thing too is that, and it's a good, it's a, you know, and we're, we're kind of giving away our trade secrets here, but it's a, uh, um, it's a draft strategy is looking at where your players fall on bye weeks. You know, you don't want to ever stack just one week. Um, to much, much like you don't, I mean, to me, I'm not saying that's the wrong, right or wrong thing to do because I've seen it go both ways, but try to diversify your team picks too. Yeah. Um, you know, the, I think that the funny thing to me is watching how, and this I think is going to be so fun about this is is you know trying to you know figure out some some of the handicap rules if you will, and and trying to get that going uh, with it is to just really level the playing field regardless of your experience and you know just having fun with it. You know I think people forget that they get all tied up with it and you know it's all you know it's all or nothing because they're in it for you know, some people you know you know you and I know this they play for thousands upon thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. And look, that's never been you or me. I think the most I've ever paid entry into anything was maybe fifty or hundred bucks, like maybe. And even then, it's you know obviously not frequent. You know, it, right. at most I'll do like twenty bucks. <laughs> you know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm not into it for a lot. I like doing it more for fun. Um, you know, because bragging rights to me are priceless. So exactly. Well, see, and that's the thing too. Like, yeah, you know, are, are we giving away some some issues, some things? Yeah, but you know what? We're it's for fun, and if I can help people enjoy it more, that's more my goal with this than anything else. Because if we if we wanted to be competitive pricks and and play in like a you know like a knockdown drag out like eh, it's fifty bucks a team, you know, then maybe I'm holding my cards a little bit closer to my chest. But my goal with this is to kind of reach out to people who haven't really played before, or to people that you know. They're just looking for a good time and just want something, some kind of distraction. Because look, the world is fucked enough. All right. Hey, let's have some fun. Let's with have it. some fucking fun. Yeah, exactly. Let's have, some fun. have some fun with it. And you know, look, you and I played fantasy everything uh, over the years. Um, fantasy football by far is the best. Um, and I'll say that fantasy baseball is what got me into it. Uh, in the first actual league I played in, I was ten. Uh, it was a mail through the mail thing through the sporting news. Yes, there was a thing called the mail and the sporting news, but <laughs> it was, you know, and it, but it was a fill-in bubble sheet. That's what it was, and you did it every yeah. month. Um, that was the first league I played in, and, uh, you know, football is the best because it's week to week. Um, you know, there's a limited number of games. It's easy to get your attention. Um, it's a fun sport to watch, obviously, uh, but it's, it's the best, you know. I, I, don't get me wrong. I love – I love the um, you know different aspects of other sports. Obviously, baseball is still my favorite. But as far as like entertainment value, it all always goes to football. Um, you know, I hate to say this, but fantasy hockey and fantasy basketball, I've got nothing for. Um, yeah. It's very limited. Um, I don't know. Football just has better stats too. Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, even as much as I love hockey, I I get nothing out of fantasy hockey. I get nothing out of fantasy hockey. I've tried so many times to do fantasy baseball, and it's just the season's so long that mm-hmm. I just lose interest. Um, you know, football is perfect for – and I've done fantasy basketball too, and the problem is I just don't – you know, I know the basics of basketball. I don't know, you know, 
the super ins and outs, so I'm not as as knowledgeable on it, and it wasn't as fun to me. But football just for whatever reason hits that sweet spot, and it's just it's fun. Yeah, it's it fun. it really is. It's week like it's week to week, short shorter season. Uh, because I think when fantasy football rolls, you're talking what you're not even the full season. You're basically you right. lob off the last week or two, and um, that's it. Yeah. You know, there's no preseason. I mean, you're you're talking maybe what talking about 15, 16 games is right. all. So, and that's yeah, the thing too is you know you've got to look at like as the season gets longer. It used to be a seventeen game season, so you do the playoffs in in week fifteen. The fifteen would be the suit the championship. So right. you're starting the playoffs week eleven, week twelve, because you're going to have player like superstars that are getting rested and stuff. Players that are getting rested to go into the playoffs. So. It's not. It's really not that long of of an investment of time, you know. You you could look at it once or twice a week and be good to go. You don't have to pour over it like, oh well, such and such. You know, this pitcher was changing the rotation. This player's out. You know, like in baseball and 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 hockey and everything. You know, it's just it's easy. It's it's quick. Shoot, ESPN makes it so easy with their app, even though their app is kind of a little light on the features as far as for league managers when, when you're not using the actual desktop site. Um, but it, it, it's, it's cool, man. It's just, it's fun. Yeah. Now uh, to kind of wrap up the fantasy uh, football talk, um, have you ever done a postseason league? I have not. I have not. I, um, I've only ever done regular season. So the last two years I've done postseason league and, um, it's very interesting. Basically you, uh, you're not playing against anybody. Um, you're with a bunch of, at least the way I, I was playing it, there was like 10 or 12 other teams. So you're all in the standings mode. Um, so there's no head-to-head. And you draft your team, uh, you know, and there's no, no, no position limits. So I could draft five kickers, you know, that sort of thing. And basically, you know, you get points based off the performance in the playoffs. But if they get knocked out, that's it. And you just move move on. Um, that's fun, but that's really hard. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I I finished last the first time I did it, and I think third the last this last time. It's it's difficult. It really is because you're trying to figure out okay who's going to last the longest, or who's going to put up like a stud performance in just one week and be enough to carry me. You know, through potential four four potential weeks of you know it's. It's fun, but it's really, really difficult. So that maybe that's something that um we'll have to uh, look at is for for more seasoned people. Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll look at that too. On. It's a that's tough. I really, I still haven't figured out the intricacies of that one. That's a that's an it's it's hard. Yeah. So let's wrap up the football with with this. Let's look at um. So I've got the 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 draft results and where they thought we were the projections from where they thought we drafted to where it ended up. Okay. Uh, so here, this I found really interesting. So myself and Team Davis, who we were the two teams that played in the championship, um, they had he's, Team he's, Davis. He was a Buccaneers guy, by the way. Okay. So <laughs> he they had him projected to finish 10th <laughs> based on, on his draft. He finished second. Yeah. <laughs> they had me projected to finish ninth, and I finished in first. And you won. <laughs> yeah. All right, mother of tackles, who fi- finished in sixth place, they were projected at eighth. 
Uh, Danielle was projected to finish in seventh. She finished in eighth. Uh, cucumber something or another. Cucumber pickle juice uh, was projected to finish in sixth. They finished in ninth. You were projected to finish in fifth. And you finished in fifth. Yeah, you know, I like to, uh, you know, I had, I had to live up to that. Yeah. <laughs> But the so the only ones that were really close besides you, so you finished in you were projected fifth and finished in fifth. The the team that finished in fourth was projected to finish in third. The team that finished in third was projected to finish second. And that was it. Everybody else, the team that was projected to finish in first, finished in seventh. <laughs> so it just goes to show it's really, you know, we can talk skill all we want and game plan and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, it's really luck. It really boils down to luck, people getting injured, that kind of stuff. Because I've had, you know, you, you'll take a number one running back and then the first thing, or, or how many times, all right, how about this? How many times have we been in a draft and somebody takes a, like a stud player and then everybody in the room starts laughing because, oh, that person's suspended for the first one or two games. So that person's hurt, you know, because if you're not, You've got to read the like. It makes it easier if we all do it online because we can see the data in real time. We it'll have a little mark. It'll say, "Hey, this person's out for however long." Right. But you've got to make sure that you're you're on top of that because if you're either a if you're in the draft and you're not paying attention to that stuff, you can easily end up with people who are out. Or if you choose to do an auto draft and let the computer draft for you, and you don't go in and do your presets, your pre rankings, you can end up with you can be screwed. Yeah, injured players, like you said, suspended players. Because the injured players, generally, if they're in, out for the year, it's it's kind of gotten more intelligent now where it'll knock them off the list. Uh, used to not do that because I remember I've been in plenty of drafts where you'd have people on auto and I, they'd pick like two or three guys that were out for the year. And it's like, uh, you know, because they, would, they wouldn't get picked. Other people would be there and it would be like, oh, let's just get the next best player. Um, I think that's getting a little bit more intelligent with that now. Um, but then you have, um, oh, uh, yeah, like you said, players that are suspended for what, two, two to six games, eight games, whatever. And it's, uh, I mean, I always try to avoid those people anyway. Yeah. You know, just, you know, I don't want any time to deal with them. But um, the, uh, I think that, again, it adds an element of, hey, you know, just be mindful of what's going on here. Right. Um, or the, uh, uh, the quarterback situation is always funny. In fact, so much so that you actually made a change back now, got what midway through our league uh, to team quarterbacks, which is interesting. You know, um, you know, it's uh, that's a love or hate thing. Mm -hmm. um, but if uh, you know, it's one of those deals where, yeah, hey, I've got Tom Brady, I'm going all the way, um, and he gets hurt, and who else do you have? You know, if you have team quarterbacks on, then you get the backup points as well. But if you don't, <laughs> and honestly, where where it comes into play too is so some of these teams, you know, they'll they'll get to a point where they're beating somebody by so much that they'll put the backup in, or you know, a player gets hurt in the middle of a game. God forbid, you know, you go out in the first drive, you've got Tom Brady, like you said, and Tom Brady gets hit below the knee, blows out his knee, he's gone for that game. Or, or we'll say we won't say he he, he blows out his knee, but he's going to be out for the rest of that game, and then he'll be right. back next week. But 
you know, you were counting on him for that game, and now he got you a zero because he got hurt on the very first drive. So now you've got a, a big fat zero there for your quarterback, which is one of the most important positions on the yeah. On as far the as as far as getting points, yeah, for right. sure. And so then, in a situation where you have team quarterback, you'll you know you're at least going to get something. You may you're not going to get Tom Brady production more than likely, but you're going to get something. And and like you said, it is a love or hate thing. You know, some people think it dumbs it down. Some people think it 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 um, takes some of the skill away. Uh, but what we what was happening with our league was we were getting people that were just stockpiling quarterbacks. Right. <laughs> so like you'd go to you'd go to to you know your quarterback gets hurt and and say you went light on quarterbacks in the draft and you've got your your backup is on a buy. And then you go to draft the or you go to pick up a quarterback on on the waivers, and there's nobody that's a starting quarterback. So you're forced to start a backup quarterback, which you're so, not getting anything for anyway. Yeah, right. So you're not getting any points for them unless their quarterback get you know their starter gets hurt and they go in or or something in that situation. So we said, you know what, screw it. Team quarterback. Nobody can hoard quarterbacks. You can have two team quarterbacks on your team at a time on your roster at a time, and we handled it that way. And that was kind of a carryover that that I took from um, from the Woodbury Police Department League that I was in was they use team quarterbacks. And that's where I kind of took that from because it, it, I really enjoyed it. That was how I, that's how I learned to play. Um, and, it, and it's very similar to how you handle defense. Now, I've played in leagues where you've actually had to draft individual defensive players, too, which adds a whole nother wrinkle to the to the game. Right. Um, because that's so much harder to to tell, like who's going to be a point, you know, like who's going to be scoring points for you. Because it's all based on tackles and sacks and stuff like that, and it's much it's much harder to predict tackle numbers and sack numbers than it is to predict, you know, offensive performance. So, I would say we're more than likely. Uh, I'm not even going to say we're more than likely. We are going to use team defense. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, especially especially since we have a bunch of people uh, that that potentially have never you know touched it before. That's you know, yeah, I've never even played with uh, singular defensive players for that reason, right? Uh, that's just it's too complex, um, you know. And I love fantasy football, but I just no, just not not doing it because right. there's like you said, it's um, you have uh, you have your Aaron Donalds in the world, um. But that's about it, right? You know, there's no guarantees, yeah. really. You know, it's uh, it's really, really, as for lack of a better word, it's really hit or miss, right? And Aaron Donald is, you know, one bad snap away from being out for the season. So, yeah, you know, and not ever, you know, like we know defensive players because we watch the game, and we watch the league, and, and and everything. But especially doing a, you know, an a league for people who are just trying to have fun and, and haven't, you know, aren't as immersed in it as we are. Cause we're fucking crackheads. Um, you know, it wouldn't be helpful to them now, but that brings up a good point because I wasn't even thinking about that, but do we, do we bring back the team quarterback for this league? Is that I something think, we vote I, on? I, th- I mean, I, it, it certainly wouldn't hurt to put it out there for a vote, but I, you know, my eyes is just my take on it. Um, it's one position I think people actually recognize names. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I think we leave it alone. That's just my 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 idea. Um, so 
the other thing is so far i put up the poll on the on the site to whether we're going to do like a randomized let the computer randomize a draft or if we do a lottery to to do the draft selections um if we do the lottery i think we need to broadcast it live oh yeah 100 percent. and not only that but i think that that's kind of where we can that's one of the ways we can handicap the league in in favor of the uh the inexperienced players is we can do it like a true lottery where for the first round you know you and i would have like one our name in the hat once once yeah like the nba does right and we could do it like that and that could be a way to kind of tilt the league in one way or the other now of course i say that and then you know who's going to get the first pick it's going to be one of us of course yeah because yeah. we're cheating, because that's yeah. we need yep. that ego boost. Yep. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it would probably end up being like one and two. Right. <laughs> one and two. And then, like, the person with like their name in there 10 times would get the last pick. <laughs> and which so far, you know, I set the league up for 20 teams because I didn't know what the what the buy in would be. But so far, it's looking like we're, I think we're full. We're, yeah. we're, considering a second league uh, at this point, depending upon how, and we may have to break it down. Like, cause I, I think, and I don't know, we've got, we, Oh, we've, we forgot to mention Bink. Yeah. Friend of the show Bink is going to be, he's been on the show several times and yeah. And we just <laughs> were like, yeah, fuck that guy. We're not going to mention him. We mentioned everybody else, but not him. Um, but yeah, man. So we might end up, maybe, maybe we end up having to do two leagues. And then if we could, I mean, we would have to do it ourselves, but maybe we could figure out a way to do like a, like a, like an, a, an inter promotional champion. Yeah. I don't know how that would work. Yeah. I don't know. We would have to add it ourselves. Right, so. That's a good point. Yeah. I guess you kind of do it on the, but thing. We, could, we could do that. Like they could win the, do you like bears championship? Yeah. Yeah. Or the Harambe Pox championship. Yeah. I like it. I like what it. It's like name the two different promotions, though. Uh, one of them's got to be like something with chupacabras. Got to be yeah. chupacabra yeah. for dicks. Maybe the author of that book. <laughs> How fucking cool would it be to get him in the league? The chupacabra championship, <sighs> North American chupacabra championship. Yeah, I mean, this rolls off the tongue. Chupa championship. Exactly. Yeah, I, I kind of like the. The North American Chupacabra Championship. There we go. And then we could do like the the Intercontinental Mothman. Oh, I no. like it. No. I know. We could do the... Because um, how are we going to shit on the Jersey Devil and not include him? That's a good point. That could be like the Super Bowl. The Leeds... It, we could... Oh. Leeds Point Football League. I like it. I like it. Except for we already named the fucking Yeah. That's true. We don't want to like rename it. I think yeah. I'd say that'd just be like the name of the Super Bowl. Something like that. Like the lead the Leeds point. Well that Bowl. or something with Jersey Devil in it. Let's see. I don't know what we'll to figure it out. We'll yeah. have to figure it out. But it's uh it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, Speaking absolutely. of cryptids and the jersey devil and such the newest news today this is see this was a good segue 
yeah so this will be something we can uh we can definitely uh record with richie on this one but we'll uh this will be our teaser yeah we'll give oh, you a no. teaser um yeah you, you 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 broke the news through a through a facebook thing want to want to go at it yeah so um the the good lads at at weird new jersey are getting a tv show and it's going to be like a horror thriller tv show about weird new jersey and all the weird shit that goes on so for those of you who don't know weird new jersey is an actual publication started off as a newsletter in 1989 uh it's published uh bi-yearly so twice yearly i don't know the correct fucking way to say that because i really don't give a shit um <laughs> biannually i guess would be the correct <laughs> come on i'm dying here uh, or so, or semi-annually semi-annually i don't know whatever the fuck it is they do it twice a year so more than i have sex um <laughs> they they publish twice a year and it's grown from a newsletter to a magazine it's got a website they've got books they've done um i know at least weird new jersey books volume one and two they've done weird us they've done like they've done i think every state now weird yeah, there's different, they have different, different states have done books on. Yeah, you say they, they've done a magazine since 1992, a couple times a year. Um, yeah, no, it's they've got everything out there. And uh, yeah, and now they're going to have their own show. Yeah, so, uh, I'm super excited about it, uh, Tom. I know you're you're excited about it, and we'll have to when uh, Richie's on on the next episode. We're gonna we're gonna try and do a little in depth. Yeah, we'll dive into some of these weird stories. And my my here's my take. See what you think on it. Because there's a couple websites out there. Obviously, there's a weird US and a weird NJ site. Obviously, the weird NJ site is uh is uh quite a bit more expansive because that's you know obviously where this all started. Um, but there's stories uh littered all over the place on those. And I think we can do like uh almost like uh the Reddit deals, uh where we were just kind of combing through it um because there are some really good ones on yeah. there like the uh, roadkill cook-off and stuff like that so yeah. um yeah I, th I think we can really kind of have some fun with that and it kind of leads into some of the cryptid stuff again that we like to talk about here so um yeah I th and it just obviously won't just be stuff like that it'll just be kind of the, the weird and the the odd and yeah i'd love to uh yeah because we ourselves to... are weird and odd exactly that's why we do this matter of fact that was that was going to be when we were uh, starting to think about this podcast, we were thinking about not using our names and just calling ourselves, you know, one of us would be weird and one of us would be odd. Um, but we just figured that was too on the nose. So, yeah, you know, but, uh, Hey, we knocked out an hour on Phillies and fantasy football though. So, yeah, yeah that's, I think that was good. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go take the dog for a walk and that's not a euphemism for anything. Uh, meanwhile, Richie is still probably tied to a bed getting whipped by harley quinn smith um yeah. oh wait before we go i i want to because he's not here to shit on it i i need to say this so you know we've been talking about clerks three and how excited he is to see it uh, <laughs> and i and they're doing the limited release they have sold out so many of them that they had to expand the um the showings so it's actually getting more time in the theater because it sold so well Good. so yeah so I'm I was going to say this is where he would make the joke of, oh, so now it's in three theaters instead of two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've got two tickets, not to Paradise Friends, but to go see Clerks Three. So I will be in the theater for one of them. When is that? When does that hit again? 
I believe September 13th is when I have my showing or is when I have my, my tickets for cool. Um, now, do you know, now, and again, cause I'll be honest, I, I haven't been following uh release. Is there a post like release for um, streaming or DVD or Blu-ray, whatever? Not that I've seen yet, but I'm sure it'll be much like reboot where they get it, get to it fairly quickly. Um, I know I bought reboot and target on Blu-ray. Like, just randomly i went in one day and it was there so uh let me let me look it up there let's see let's let's check out when the streaming uh, yeah i haven't really kept up so i uh, definitely excited to see it but obviously it's not going to sniff anywhere near here so <laughs> so let's see um so it's not why of course this doesn't say All right, let's see Collider. Collider might have it. Clerks is back. Um, okay, it's got now. See, it's not telling me shit. All it's telling me is all the stuff that I. So some streets. So they are releasing it in theaters, but yeah, it doesn't say anything about any any kind of streaming or or when or any of that stuff. So. Unfortunately, I don't have that information. Um, but like I said, I know that I will be in the theater to see it. It is, yeah, September 13th is when it, it shows up in theaters. Um, and I believe it's, I think it's the 13th and the 15th are the two the two days that originally had been announced. And then they're going to do an extended release I don't know any of the details about that. I just know that it had been selling out, so they've they've decided that they're going to uh, do a little bit more broad release. Yeah, I was. It's funny. I actually typed in my zip just to see the closest, and the three theaters that it's closest are all about an hour and a half away. <laughs> Which the movie's an hour and forty minutes, so <laughs> just a little bit, a little bit less than the runtime of the movie to go see it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I love Kevin Smith, but I don't know that I'd be making that trek. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the one unfortunate thing. But uh, no, well, it is what it is. But uh, all right, man, you want to uh, shut us down here? Yeah, until next time, we hip in the Noise Brigade. Check us out on noisebrigadepod.com. Did I fuck that up again? Is it no, Noise that's, that's, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I actually got it right the first time. Imagine that. <laughs> Big beefy shooty boys.com, double wide coffin.com. Do you like bears.com? Uh, chupacabra for dicks.com, always be chupacabra.com, harambepox.com, and harley quinn smith ate my balls.com, and of course on Twitter and on Facebook. <laughs>